0: Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema.
1: 365 days of sport.
2: Yes, good evening and welcome to yet another edition of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. 365 days of sport brought to you live, live, yes, live, people, live on 88.3 Sun FM, the sounds of the Bayside.
3: I want to go try every time, see how many lives you can do. Before somebody yeah, rings yeah, in and before says, Before it, it becomes up, like this is a terrible, terrible segment. It'll be like number nine, you know, off, yeah. off number nine, number nine, off the oh, yeah. uh, White Album. Oh, no. just says number nine 80 million times on a row. Oh, really? It's one of the psychedelic episodes from John Lennon. Oh, And no. that can be you sort of playing on that, a bit of uh, number nine White Album improv. Like it. From Beefy to introduce the recent five days of sports show.
2: Yeah. What yeah, do you think? I'm, 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 I'm you game. am i for it? I'm game. I'm game.
3: You like a bit of improv? Love a bit You weren't so keen on improv poetry last weekend. I noticed <sighs> that didn't make the cut on uh, anything from surprised? the show. Are you surprised? It was it was poetry. Random acts of poetry day. We were simply it was partaking in, in the day. day yeah. We partake in the day, and you get cranky and cut us out the show. <laughs> Just like a bit. some ruling tyrant. <laughs> yes, it was. I, I don't like that, it's out.
2: No. Yeah. It was awful.
3: There was a lot of thought went into those poems. Like you know, at least three seconds per line. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: At least three seconds. It's improv. The, the worst improv thing is, is what it is. The, the three if seconds improv, is a long time in improv. Yeah. You can't, as you you can't well know.
3: critique improv harshly. It's it's supposed to be bad most of the time.
2: No, it's not supposed to be bad, Rob. Well, nah. It can be
3: bad, though. You're, you're forgiving. No, it definitely you're can more be bad. forgiving if I, it is bad. I learned that last week. Yeah, it yeah. definitely can be bad.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, um, There were so many days last week, weren't there? So many days last Tuesday there night.
3: There was a lot of days. Is there a lot of days this week as well?
0: There is quite a few, actually.
3: People um, won't understand what we mean because they they're not listening. Every... It, they have a certain. It's a, this, is, this is the day of this. It's a devotion yeah. of some part of society. One of the days it was Random Acts of Poetry Day. Yeah, it was. Um, some sort of carers. What were they? Carers, curators. Uh, prison, uh, prison, prison
2: carers, or something. something day. Like that. Respect your prison officer. Day. Something
3: like that. Um, there was a a few of them. It was yeah. Gandhi's birthday as well. It was
2: Gandhi's birthday. Hence the random act of poetry um, well, and be kind or be non. Kind non to... No, it was a day of non-violence, Rob.
3: Yeah, just in general non-violence. Is... So there's a few days that we felt could have been fused under the same well, sort of umbrella.
2: Talk about fusion. You just you were going to touch on fusion there. Yeah. Do you know what today is, Rob?
3: I'd like to know, apart from Tuesday.
2: International Beer and Pizza Day.
3: Well, I didn't get to do either of those I know, sets. I only
2: found this out literally four seconds ago. could have ago. told me that. I know, I would have bit. brought some in.
3: Although, my training regime, I can't really be doing that at the moment. No,
2: it's true. It's also National Moldy Cheese Day.
3: Oh, when did I? I had some blue cheese on the weekend at some point, I think. Did you? Yeah. Are you allowed blue Saturday? cheese in you? your training regime, Robert? Yeah, well, it's, it's a pretty casual regime, this one. I've... I've... <laughs> it comes and goes.
2: Yeah, we do know. We've learned that. But, Ada, uh, it's Ada Lovelace it's Day. The weight's wait, the going down, though. You're is it? To know. Yeah, Ada what? Ada Lovelace Day. I'm not quite sure. She was created in 2009 by Sue Shaman Anderson. Okay. I don't know why, Ada Lovelace. Headspace Day in Australia? Are
3: you sure it wasn't Linda Lovelace?
2: Oh, hello. Now we're talking. No, this is Ada Lovelace Day. Do okay. you want to know more about Ada Lovelace? I will look her up. Uh, Curious Events Day is also today. Fire Prevention Day which should be every day, but it's just today.
3: Well, it's just a recognition to make going f- more out of your way.
2: Yeah. Um, submarine what? Hoagie Hero Grinder Day. Gosh. Yeah, that's it's a big one. Confused. Uh, what shoes you wearing, Robbie? What shoes you got on?
3: Uh, I've got on David Jones. Is this the point, boots? pointy boots? Nah, they're not pointy. Oh, I don't pointy. wear pointy ones
2: anymore. Anyway.
3: I, I can't wear super skinny jeans. Skinny jeans, I don't wear that anymore. Uh, anymore. And pointy shoes. Yep. Don't do that stuff. Too old. Too so old. You look, look ridiculous.
2: Uh, National Sneakers Day, by the way. That's why I was asking that. Yeah. Uh, here's sneakers. Sneakers. Yeah, I National wore, Sneakers wore, Day. I
3: sneakers at boxing training.
2: Oh, you would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to tell you about Ada Lovelace. Created in 2009 by Sue Sherman-Anderson, has the goal of inspiring more women to work in STEM fields. Science, technology, engineering, and math. Great. By raising the profile of and celebrating women who currently work in these fields. Mm-hmm. There you go. So they... well,
3: Anyone who can get involved in that field, I'm quite happy for them to the science moving forward oh, is just fantastic.
2: Definitely. Um why wouldn't you why wouldn't you
3: stem cell surgery is the way forward well it's I, going to change I, all
2: sorts i know a lot about stem cell uh, well mainly stem cells for blood mm, uh, and how that's used definitely right. everyone loves a bit of 365 days of sport
3: certainly i don't know anyone we haven't even like
2: in- introduced ourselves today i am by the way just in case you didn't know i am kieran beefy blake i am officially and this may be news to some people the world's biggest sports fan world record holder I mm-hmm. uh, went to see 306 different sports in the space of 365 days. Yep, the world's biggest sportsman. fan. If there was a title out there that a lot of Australian men would love, it's probably that. Mm.
3: Oh, I'm essentially the idiot that got dragged along for the ride. Yep, that's half exactly of right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that's Robert Bryce, by the way. Mm. Man of many talents. NFL. <laughs> Collingwood uh, have announced that they will play next year in red and black stripes. NFL. Right.
0: Word of truth.
2: Eddie's come out and he wants to be an Essendon man. Mm. Actually, this came across my desk this week, which is just hilarious. Talk about free speech and um, oh, people just being mad. Have a listen to this. Here on top of the town,
1: Josh. If this horse wins, let me tell you, we will wreck up. Irish. <laughs> We will actually remember of course, if he wins. Orphan, no. oh, sir, look, please God, look, the, the whole lot is going for him, so hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. And of course, he had some celebrations inside in the parade ring after this horse won into bravery Six and a half weeks, the man here, his wife left him over it. <laughs> <laughs> there was more over it. She left him, but look, and Joy said to me, it well worth the celebration, isn't it? <laughs> Hopefully again, there'll be more waves leaving them, them, them for this lake. Uh. So you obviously didn't come on for a couple of weeks, did you? It's three weeks, I can go off and open up. <laughs> three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Uh, should we get made up for a finish? Four. So you p- couldn't find for Oh, I'll go again, Gindo, I'll go again, Gindo. <laughs> what what, happened, what happens, half happens half swings, tonight, though? If the horse wins, we'll go to Disneyland. Between <laughs> <seven hours. laughs> so, I've, I've got no idea what they they they're 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 saying. I've got no idea what it's saying. And Josh Morris to the pint, lads. Is this horse going to win today? This horse is a certainty. Back in Get on now. What has Charles told you about uh, uh, very little, though, Charles. <laughs> Charles, don't say it too much, as you well know. <laughs> He's a sounds And the man is an absolute genius. I can assure you that. An absolute genius. Win, lose or draw, you're going to be celebrating your own party. Tom McCauley six there, top of the throne. <laughs> Call on and drink all of it. Of course, Naski. Oh, of course the only best to go any party I taught charity any function wedding 24, 60 30, any function you want I'll do it for you and you gave us the phone number the last day I give you phone number the last day the amount of girls who texted me after that interview was unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> I, I got no dinner or nothing out of it no out of would you look but I'm still single in uh, girls, if any of you are looking. You got no dinner and your wife left you for <laughs> three weeks. We're all right again, dog, here. And off to Disneyland as well, lads. Best of luck. So this, that's, a bloke of
2: bloke, that's a group of blokes that obviously own a horse. And they're being interviewed pre-race about the chances. Now, I actually sent this to a friend of mine. Oh,
3: you got a transcript? I've got a translation.
2: translation. So and they sent it back to me and says, if this horse wins, we will wreck the shop. If this horse we'll wreck the shop. Yeah. Which means have a great time. Oh, thanks yeah. for that. They had they had some celebration after this horse won the last time. Six and a half weeks. Sure, this man's wife left him because he didn't go home. A sure look. Do ye you know what he said to me? It was well worth the celebration. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you'll find more wives to leave him. <laughs> 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 Hopefully if I might have... to leave him if Hopefully this horse wins? More life what happens to leave him. So what happens now if this horse wins? We're going to Disneyland. Uh, <laughs> more <laughs> to the point, lads. This horse is going to win. It's a certainty. says, what's the jockey like? I oh, he's as a bell, which is a good man. He's a genius. Win, we'll lose, a draw. Are you going celebrating? Of course, sure, McCallie. Put on a bathtub. Go drink everything. Naski, which is a place, apparently. Naski, Oh, it must be a town. Naski, of course. Come along. I'll give you a party. Any party. <laughs> and he, then he goes into um, when he gave his phone number out on the last interview. Obviously, it won last time out because, obviously, one one guy yeah. got divorced because yeah, yeah, he yeah. didn't go home. Yeah. And he says, I had loads of girls messaging me the last time I gave out my phone number. So, uh, I tried to look again. Mountain of girls, I think. I Mountain mean, of girls. So yeah. uh, That's really it. Imagine if uh, Australian Sky Racing TV was like that individually. Interviewing just a load of blokes that owned a horse. Well, I don't
3: think they could... Again, that's the Irish accent just coming through for you. Yeah. Just the way they... It's friendly and funny and humorous. (laughs) Yeah. Australia's just going to be some Bogan Munter.
2: (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) Mind you, saying that, when we went to the Melbourne Cup, we interviewed Ashtray Dave... Yeah. It yeah, was, he was a bit right. far gone, wasn't it? Well, he? he kind of dropped his pants. He did drop his pants. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he was no, wearing... No uncertain terms. He was wearing Aussie Rules football shorts in the old 80s style. Yeah. And a t-shirt tuxedo. shirt With tuxedo. the top hat. Yeah. Ashtray Dave from... Uh, he was up from uh, Mombolk or somewhere around there, wasn't he? I the, I he wasn't very sophisticated anyway. No, Ashtray Dave... Oh, because he had his best flip-flops on as well. He had his best uh, thongs on, didn't he? At the he, races. He did too. Yeah. How did he get away with that? He must have got changed in there or something. Ah, oh, you can go to the races and whatever you like, really. Really? I think you can. There's no real dress code for the public areas. Right. I don't if he tried to get into the members like that, I think he would
3: have struggled. I think I think if they just spoke to to <laughs> for five minutes, they would have not <laughs> let him do it leave his
2: hometown. We should have I should've we should have got Astray Dave's uh, grab on, well, shouldn't I? There's, okay. we'll there's there. always uh, post editing.
3: Alright, it's Melbourne Cup time and it's towards the end of the day and it's getting a bit messy. We have a couple of lads, what have we got here?
2: Dive! Astro-Dive!
3: Whoa! Rumble! I love tongue. it. Great enthusiasm yeah. there. And your tongue. tongue. That's tongue. And... What are we, what's the question? What's your name? Herbert. Where, where are you from? Uh, Melbourne, up way. Oh, out in out the wops a bit? Up in the hills, yeah. Yeah, right. We all dress like this up there, actually. Yeah, right. Yeah. You thought you'd bring it into the city. Yeah. Well
2: done, astro Dave, <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yes. <laughs> oh, we love post-editing. Anyway, uh, we should have a listen to this i got a bit of a new segment that we haven't we kind oh. of we kind of touch on this every now and again we always get a bit of help from a sporting hero especially of mine mm. that tell a bit of a story they might do after dinner speaking themselves rob tell a few stories about yeah, their history sure, some sure, funny sure, stuff sure, sure. we've done a few with brian clough and that the funniest thing i ever heard dean Saunders when he tried to get signed by brian clough anyway this one is uh phil tuffnell toughers yeah so this is uh phil Tufnell doing a bit of a who he thought was best batsman, best bowler type thing.
4: Now, I've got another question here. Who is the best batsman you've ever bowled against? Oh, blimey. Crikey. Best batsman I've ever bowled against. Well, having not been a a particularly great spin bowler, most people have slogged me out of the ground. (laughs) Um, I don't know, Sachin Tendulkar, probably one of the best batsmen I've played against. Uh, The first time I bowled against him, he actually thanked me. (laughs) And that was in my first over. <laughs> you know, I was holding a little bit back satching. Um, yeah, thank you very much, Mr. Duffler. I am going to spank you every. <laughs> and he did. He got 180. Um, the best, well, the, the best batsman I've ever actually bowled against, or the best knock I've ever, you know, been involved in, uh, was Brian Lara. Probably, I had the privilege of bowling against Brian for two and a half days. <laughs> He broke the world record of uh, 375 runs. Uh, Off the back of that knot, they gave him this uh, beautiful plot of land in in Trinidad. Uh, He built this fantastic mansion, cricket bats shaped swimming pool and everything, and uh, he invited us round for a barbecue, which was very nice of him. And uh, he invited us up, and we all had a few drinks and a little bit of a dance about to the steel drums and everything. And uh, he he, he said, you know, let me show you around my mansion. So I thought, that's very nice. This is the Caddick kitchen. (laughs) So I thought, okay, fair enough. This is the Fraser Lounge, the Lewis Library. And I said, oh, well, actually, Brian, I could do with a little, you know, I could do with a little Jimmy Riddle. And he said, well, go upstairs to the Tufnell toilet. (laughs) And, uh... I went upstairs and there was a plaque above the door saying the Tafnall toilet. <laughs> I got my own back on him though because I was feeling a bit queasy enough. You know, just... <laughs> but no, Brian Lara, 375, chanceless innings, an absolute.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I reckon he's gay as well. <laughs> Best bats. What about the best bowler then? Who's the best bowler? Best bowler. Probably the best spell I've ever seen. Uh, I wasn't actually playing in. Played at Trinidad when we were bowled out for 46. (laughs) (laughs) Quality performance from the boy. Um, Yeah, 46, and it was Curtly Ambrose. And that's the first time I've ever seen the last five England batsmen all padded up, chest pads, arm guards, helmets. You know, it's that sitting there, all in a line, and and they look like (laughs) stormtroopers. And old David Lloyd was just going, Go! 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 Yeah, so... 46 all out.
2: Forty six all out, Kirtley Ambrose, six foot ten and he'd scared the life out of me. <laughs> yeah. So a nice little uh Tuffnell. I always like Phil Tuffnell. Oh, he's brilliant.
3: I remember one of my favourite things was uh I can't remember which ashes it was. It was probably around about ninety five. And Bill Laurie's commentating? Toughnel's fielding fielding in front of the Barmy Army, yeah, so it's yeah. very it's when it's all fairly new on the scene the Barmy yeah. Army. And someone flays it down to like uh, I don't remember if he's his fine leg or third man, one or the other. He was he was at Fine oh, Leg, uh, I think I know okay. what you're talking about. And he's running around, and pure. Bill Lowry comes and goes, goes and heads up. Tough no,
0: tough no, yes, tough no.
2: Because <laughs> I think in that footage, I think it was Steve War actually, or it might be Mark Warbain, um Top edged it down a fine leg. Yeah, and they have a, a low shot, and the ball's in the end. Tough under it, and you can see all the and we start running down the hill. You can just <laughs> see these feet, and Tough no, he actually. Snags the catch, turns around and just arms in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And the bar, yeah, you know, we go absolutely <laughs> mental because he finally got a catch. So, yeah, he's a bit of a legend, Phil Tufnell. And uh, um we will find a bit more of Phil because he does uh, quite a bit of after-dinner He's got a lot of good stories. So, okay. uh, there we go. Hey, did you see uh, Roger Federer? He's now the greatest ever prize winner in the history of sport.
3: No, I did not know that. Didn't you? Once again, I was not paying attention. What have you been doing this week, I did read an article about Federer, though, when the turning point in 2013, when he went to see Stefan Edberg to change the way he played. Oh, really? Somehow I'd actually read that article. I think a friend of mine posted it somewhere. Right. Yeah, who was a former tennis player. Uh, Was this is this at all relevant, or is this? Well, it uh, kind of is. Yeah.
2: Well, we you know we do have a, an obligation to do some sports yeah. news uh, well, amongst he, the chat.
3: He decided to change his rallies from going from the baseline. He needed to bring back the serve volley. Yeah, and that's when he got Edberg, the master of the oh, serve volley, indeed, involved, yeah. to uh, coach him and start ha- having shorter rallies. He's getting older. He can't be prancing around the back. Yep, like.
2: Uh, Crazed fl- Flamingo. <laughs> crazed Flamingo. Those <laughs> famous tennis players, those pink uh, pink pin chickens. Mm. Um but anyway, he has just overtaken Tiger Woods as the top prize money in earner in individual sports. Uh Federer just beat Germany's Alexander Zurev uh, at the Nitto ATP finals in London on Tuesday, which took his prize money to listen to this, one hundred and ten million. $235,682. That is to the dollar, people. That means he has surpassed uh, previous prize money leader, Tiger Woods, who's a 14-time major golf champion, who has earned $110 and only $61,012 in his career. So what you're saying is set up for Tiger Woods to make a great comeback now? Well, that's it. I mean, uh, obviously Tiger's uh, earnings have stalled uh, since 2009 mm. when um, he was doing a bit uh, bit of extra-curricular yeah. ac- ac- activity. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, in terms of that, so I'm not sure how much prize money Tiger has won since 2009. I haven't been keeping track, but uh,
3: he's he's focused. He's, he's got a direction. He's just sort of stay out of jail and uh, getting <laughs> drunk
2: and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, that's always the best way to earn money, stay out of jail. Uh, it's like in Monopoly. You can only earn money if you're not in jail. You get, That's true. Yeah. Just keep going past go. Although... Go for the Charlie Sheen approach. Do you know what? Don't stop. Move forward. I got a... Uh, we got a... Um, A latest version of Monopoly, they've taken that rule out. Really? You can actually collect rent when you're in jail. Isn't that encouraging all sorts of, in real life,
3: maybe they're just acknowledging that in real life there's all sorts of corrupt gangs going on, gang warfare and whatever else, and the leaders are in the prisons, and they're saying, well, this is what's happening, let's just tell the story
2: as it is. I did get the mafia version of Monopoly, so that's probably why. Uh, Indeed. Hey, uh, I uh, I actually got arrested the other day for playing chess in the street. Why did you do what? Okay, I'm confused. I reckon it's because I was black.
3: i uh, um. Oh, I see. Right. You? Yeah, I got it. Any nice. news, any
2: news from Melton this week? It's getting hot.
3: Why is that? Well, it's the
2: hottest place on earth, isn't it?
3: Why is that? Because it's melting. Next item on the news is hey. yes, indeed.
2: Well, that was nearly quite well delivered that time.
3: Nearly, yeah, I said nearly. I, I forgot to
2: practice it with you. You can get it down to three lines. <laughs> it's done. Anyway. Uh, Federer's won 95 tournaments, including 19 Grand Slam singles. Um, if he wins this uh, tournament he's in now, mm. uh, he will add another $2.6 million to his total. That's what the prize money is for this tournament. He's already won $11 million this year. Um, but off the court, or off the course... Woods is still hugely ahead in overall earnings. Is he still getting endorsements? Surely yeah. he lost all. Everything. Well, you would have thought so. He has made 1.65 billion from endorsements in the 20 years he's been playing as a professional, <sighs> and prize money. Actually, sorry, on top. So, uh, well, he's only 110 million, so that's 1.5 billion in endorsements. That's, how, that's just ridiculous money. No wonder he still seems basically quite at ease with himself. Fedra's only made six hundred million in mm. uh,
3: oh, on well, and that's, off the court that's chump change. It's unbelievable, mate. pathetic. I wonder if I could. I if I could just loan me one of them. Does he need one me? mil? Yeah, it, yeah. that's exactly just, right. Just yeah. lend us a mil, well, Rog. No, actually, actually, give it to me.
2: Not, this is not a, a not even a loan. Nah, not a loan. Actually, you could probably just get five hundred off Tiger and five hundred off Rog. Precisely. They wouldn't even notice. They actually wouldn't notice. Yeah, that's it.
3: Three hundred and sixty-five days of sport. Three, six, five days of we That's the thing with Beefy and Rob. Text from Jamie. Gentlemen, this show is great. should be longer. I'd like to do it longer, but uh, at midnight, I'm starting to fall asleep.
2: Yeah, I think so. So uh, uh,
3: if they can push it forward, perhaps we can consider it. Yeah. But it's not really up to us, is it?
2: Well, no, unfortunately. But uh, Jamie... Especially
3: if you you go over time talking with (laughs) ridiculous names. I actually knew a pair of twins once in New
2: Zealand, the Samoan twins, called Starsky and Hutch. Oh, magic. Yeah. Brilliant, mm. very good. But uh, Jamie, that's the good text. Now we're just waiting for Bob, yeah, Bob. to uh, to text in and uh, just letting Bob know we're just about to do 14 hours straight on the <laughs> AFL draft. So <laughs> that'll get you excited,
3: Bob. That'll keep you up all night, I'm sure. If we actually try to talk about the AFL draft, we'd get. I just have to make stuff up.
2: Well, I well, think well, most people. I, I do, don't know don't what's they? going on. No, I got no idea. Well, Brisbane have got was... number one, apparently.
3: Are they? Brendan know. Goddard has gone to become the West Coast Eagles mascot. How about that? Is he? No, do definitely not.
2: If they that, draft, that would be, how cool would that be? You could draft from any other club to be the mascot. So, recently retired, yeah. Juddy, Juddy could be, uh, you know, the yeah. car, well, he was, you know, he could be the Vizzy mascot. I'll never just
3: mislead the public. Doesn't That's matter. it. Anyway, yeah, we're
2: enough, on the radio. Enough AFL chat, Rob. Yes, <laughs> worst
3: song in the world this week. So, we played the first song that came to his head. It just so happened to be, it was the worst song in the world. It was the worst song in the world. A mom because
0: the worst song and the song is shit. you're a shit.
3: you suck somehow worst song in the world is back again for another week you're like not even concerned that you're gonna run out of no, songs are you? not anymore funnily enough thinking of rip-offs yeah of bad sports songs uh <laughs> Nick Molloy and what's their face last night they started doing a little segment on that you I, I, don't, I don't think it's a regular one. Oh my! I word. think it was just just happened. But they—he's triple there, M right? as well. They're they're
2: notorious for ripping <laughs> our stuff off, Rob. I'm still haven't got over them ripping off AFL lies. <laughs> Bloody Will Anderson, mm, Mr. Future of Comedy. Anyway, this is by um, the Perth Pitbull. <clears throat> the Perth Pitbull. The Perth Pitbull. That's what he goes by. I think this is actually the worst song we've ever done. Boy, Not in terms of
3: this... ego or anything. This is yeah. just bad. Okay, and this is for what sport affiliation?
2: Greyhound racing. Oh, awesome. See? Yeah. Rob's eyes just lit Brilliant. up there. So this is... Um, I reckon this is going to be awesome. Oh, I'm just going to play it. But this is the Perth Pitbull.
0: Da-da-da-da.
2: Good Aussie start. I'm a bit concerned. Needs a bit of bass. I'm a bit And a bit of point. drumming.
3: Well, like that wasn't going to kick in.
2: Ah. Bit of synth for Rob.
3: Big intro. When's he gonna start talking about the
0: Greyhound? Now. S and D B. mate
3: this is awesome
2: (laughs) yeah awesomely bad here we go here
0: comes the chase will win the race keep up with the pace here comes the chase will win the race because we got the mighty boom the mighty boom
2: What do you think, Don't Rob? Then, I love it. Don't finish to play at all. Play it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the interlude, musical interlude.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Rob is loving this, by the way. The chase will win the race, race. The, pace. the pace. Yeah. Here
0: comes the chase, will win the Because we got
3: the mighty boom. The mighty boom. Yeah. They have got the mighty boom. I think that's oh. their dog.
2: This guy that's Pitbull, Perth Pitbull. He's got one dog. Called the Mighty Boom.
3: I was going to wait. I thought they mentioned more dog names. Yeah, sorry. So this is basically just a song written for his dog. Yeah. It actually sounds like, say if you got like a, a four-year-old toddler to write the lyrics. Yeah. Win the race and all this stuff. What, what are you doing? Is this I a, didn't
2: touch it. This, that's the ending.
3: That's like a little surprise um, fade out.
2: prize fade out, yeah. Gosh. He really went deep there. He did go deep.
3: Oh, I love it! That's fantastic. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's it's that bad that you just have to laugh. I it mean, it is that bad. I, I don't know what's going through the person's head. Once again, uh, you know what I reckon they're
2: like? Mike and the Mechanics? No, what no, is it? What's it called? Uh, Mario and the Machines? No, 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 no. That reminds me of that that Liverpool supporter. They'll
3: be oh! slightly. They'll be they'll be slightly
0: simple.
2: Not yeah. All the, and just well, he's side. called himself Perth
0: Pitbull.
2: Oh, Oh, money money. <laughs> you do
3: that, and oh, that was just great. I think that could be my favourite worst, worst song. song. It's bad, isn't because, it? Because I mean, <laughs>
2: <laughs> there is not much you can say. Not, it speaks for itself. I, when I found it, I cried. At <laughs> how bad? I'm crying again because it's that bad. Keep up the <laughs> keep up, up the pace. chase. We'll win the race if we're on the pace. <laughs> oh. Look at that bunny gob <laughs> Honestly, we are we uh, are killing ourselves uh, in uh, here. I'm
3: going to get back to we got to get back in touch with per, Greyhound Victoria. Per, yeah, and try and relaunch the song. <laughs>
2: I yeah. think he's, well, he's from Perth, so uh, greyhounds Western Australia. Uh, oh, Perth know. Pitbull. all the Minellis over it's there. It's called the Greyhound song.
3: <laughs> I never thought I'd hear a greyhound song. I knew that. And, that's why. Oh, I found and the it. thing is that with the reputation of the greyhounds, it's always just a bit, a bit shit. Like, oh, it's very uh, shit. <laughs> well, we, we don't have any AFL news this week whatsoever. No, I, I got... saw I saw Will Langford in the pub on Saturday night from Hawthorn. That's about. That's is about that that all I can tell news? you. Big news. That's, was that's he, most he, of the news I've got. Was he drinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ordered, or oh, he ordered a beer. Oh, yeah. I was, I was gonna go up for the selfie, but at uh. 37 and he's 22, I feel like that's a bit
2: weird. Yeah, yeah. I think he should be after being on this show. He probably should be asking you for a selfie. Well,
3: well, I'll flip it on him. Yeah, flip the fame game right on him. Um,
2: I'd say 2005. This is the best thing I ever saw. Um, went to British Lions, New Zealand All Blacks in Eden Park, mm-hmm. and a lot of English lads. When at Buck Shelford was sitting in the stand yep. with us, and they went up to Buck Shelford and said, oh, excuse me, can we have a photo? And Buck went to pose with the guy, and the guy gave him his camera, and they all stood there in a, in a group of five. So they got Buck <laughs> Shelford to take a photo <laughs> oh, of them.
3: That's the, that's the real-life thing of on was, yeah. uh, The Twelfth Man, when the oh, little kid walks up to Richie Bino and asks him uh, how oh, to okay. have an autograph. That
2: was a real-life thing. Right. It was quite funny if you were there, though. How
3: did Buck take it?
2: He loved it. Yeah, he would he, it. He it. Liked it actually. They actually, afterwards, they got him to join him. <laughs> So, right. uh, if you don't know the Buck Shelford story, this is a man, and Rob will tell it better than me. This is this is the man that got his uh, scrotum
3: yeah torn
2: torn in the middle of a game rugby union. This is uh, people. Mm. Uh, he got the trainer to stitch it back on so he could finish the match. Yeah. Did he lose
3: a nut? Uh, I don't think so. No, no, no. 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 There was, it was a pretty heavy laceration, though. Yeah, yeah. And he went back on the field. He, he ended up becoming all-black captain. Yeah. And he was also the one that reinvigorated the haka. Oh, Because okay. if you look back in the 70s and see the haka, it's an absolute joke. Oh, yeah. and it, it, the, the movements are terrible. Yeah. Most of the players don't even know the words <laughs> or the actions. They're all looking around and looking at each other trying to figure out. Yeah. And then, of course, the 80s was the Maori revival in New Zealand and Buck Shelford reinvigorated it. And it became quite the spectacle, which, which it even, even back then they still loved it back in the fifties, yeah. whatever. Oh it was yeah, horrendous. Yeah. But now it's gone to a new level, I think. So I there think you go. so. Then eventually he got dropped actually when he was as captain. Yeah, he got dropped at the as captain. Of his yeah. Game, yeah. yeah. And there was a whole bring back Buck. Campaign. There was. So yeah. occasionally nowadays, even at like a cricket match or something, <laughs> there'll be a sign. You'll see a sign <laughs> in New Zealand saying "Bring back <laughs> yeah, Buck." It's right. it just a running gag.
2: All righty. Yeah. <laughs> take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life, the facts
3: of
0: life. There's a time you got to go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life, the facts of life. When
3: the world never seems to believe. The facts of life. These are like sands of the hourglass. These are the facts of our lives. This yeah. Is, <laughs> when <laughs> everyone knows uh, a, your name. Yeah.
2: Every neighbour needs good friends. It's,
3: it's an open forum. This one we Should reflect be, it?
2: upon fond
3: memories, not so fond memories, trials and tribulations. Well, they generally relate. our own real life soap opera. Uh, oh,
0: yeah.
2: and, do you know what? I've never thought about our 365 days epic journey as uh, a real life soap opera.
3: Oh, it was a variety of emotions. Well, it there was. was
2: drama. It action. was always drama. It was a bit of action. Mm. Um, but. We, the one greyhound race we did get to see yes. was the Melbourne Cup. Yes. The richest greyhound race on the planet. Mm. The super dogs are coming to town, as I like to say. Yeah. Um, and the Melbourne Cup of Dogs is this Friday night down at Sandown. I would never have guessed back in the day, two years ago when we
3: were at Sandown, that two years later I would my greyhound knowledge would be so vast I
2: know the entire field off my heart without a screen. For the four people, <laughs> for the four people that are listening, right, I just said to Rob in the break, I said, oh, we're going to do a bit on the Melbourne Cup for the dogs, and he went, oh, yeah, trap one is uh, <laughs> Aston, Aston DB. DB. Trap two,
3: Kudamayam, Kuda Trap eight? Chasing, oh, trap eight is, uh, no, that's on the outstriker that, light. Yeah, uh, trap five? Uh, bewildering. Uphill Jill. Uphill Jill. Trap, trap six. Bewildering is in six, Uh, so, uh Raw Ability in four, Chasing craggers in three.
2: <laughs> Rob <laughs> reeled off the whole field just like that. He'd probably tell you the form as well, so... Absolutely ridiculous. Two years ago, in fact, in our video that I've watched and I've cut yeah. up for this, you'd never ever been to a dog's meeting before that nah, night. Nah. No Now I've like already got my multi. <laughs> I've, already, I've already put it on for
3: Friday. Actually, make it, sure the odds don't come in.
2: It's free to get in Friday night. Rob, are you going to go? Uh, yeah. Oh,
3: actually, I might. Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, why not? It's here great, we
2: go. I don't. I'm not
3: sure we live great memories of the rock band Kiss. I was going to say, I'm and not Robbie sure, Williams. I'm not
2: sure Kiss and Robbie Williams are playing again <laughs> down at Sandown Dogs. But anyway, <laughs> these are the highlights from I think it was like uh, the the 26, 26 sport we saw. It was yeah, around early. there. Um, it was that we flew off to Singapore that after night, the, yeah. that night afterwards. So here's uh, here's our night at the Melbourne Cup 2015. Good evening, wherever you may be on the planet. Rob, where are we? Sandown. Sandown. Greyhounds. The Greyhounds. And yeah. uh, my first time. Your first time, you're a Greyhound Virgin. Greyhound Virgin. Well, it's another Melbourne Cup for us as well. They keep coming. They keep coming, and the and Melbourne Cup. two weeks after the last one. And yeah. Right so this is officially, it, it is, is the richest Greyhound race on the planet. So the winner tonight will walk off with $420,000. Not bad for a dog race. I'll take it. I'll be happy with that. That'll yeah. uh, get me at least through a couple of months. Yeah, at least. Yeah. All righty, with Sarah and Jim, who are the Promo Girls for uh, Box 9. Girls, how are you doing your evening?
1: It's good. It's cold.
2: It's cold? It's freezing. Cold. When you're in the right? I think rides. most yeah. people think
1: that we'd be very hot in these, yeah. but everything just goes right through them. So
2: have you been to the grounds before?
1: No, this is our first oh, time. Greyhound
2: virgins. Yeah, yeah. greyhound. Ah, okay.
1: Pop the cherry. Yeah, yeah. Mm. beautiful. Mm. And
2: uh, are you having fun?
1: Yeah, I am. I mean, as much fun as you can have in these, and when men are looking at you like yeah, every time I've you want.
2: any tips for the big race tonight?
1: Mm. Oh, i only the third dog.
2: Oh, the third That's dog. all I have to is say. That... So uh, after the uh, after the tonight, what's next for you girls?
1: McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A cheeseburger meal. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a big bowl of pasta on the side oh, really as well. Yeah. they that. were talking sensibly.
2: Yeah. Was it, so was it going to be a happy meal or a very happy meal? it's probably
0: like
1: a cheeseburger meal with a frozen Coke with an extra cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, you
2: are going full That's ahead. how I use and the light like, chocolate yeah.
1: sundae. Oh, so uh,
2: does that mean you've been kind of uh, starving yourself? We've a, been starving uh, ourselves yeah, for weeks now, to fill so so nice. As soon as it's all over,
1: it's... Uh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's payday. It's on for young and old.
4: Well, Rob.
2: Yeah the richest greyhound race on the planet was sep- the two dogs were separated by what point 05 of a mm. second yeah
3: i was really happy to see that one coming because i won that um potty thing yeah and I got three out of four, I and know. that was an upset, and I needed the third one to
2: come and didn't come in.
3: Yeah. Instead, I won nothing, Yeah. and I didn't win four and twenty grand on like the winner, and I definitely didn't win ten grand like that spinning round chick. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but you got 20. to see
2: Kiss. You get to see Kiss. got to see
3: them. They were uh, fantastic. Yeah. Gene Simmons and, and the boys still just going strong. Yep. I'm sure they'll pick up loads of chicks afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like the real band. Yeah. Yeah. Massive crowd for a grand, night. I like it. I, I, I think it's a good thing to do yeah. on a Friday night. Yeah. You know, you go and get stuck in. There's definitely no shortage of boozing, and they're pretty lax, actually, I reckon, yeah, compared yeah, to luxe, a lot yeah. of places. Well, so, really
2: up, it's pretty damn quick, because I think it's starting yeah, to rain. It's starting to rain here at the dogs, and uh, we'll see you next time from Singapore.
0: Oh! How
2: good's that? Yeah, what would have been better if you didn't say, oh, how good's that? <laughs> <laughs> As always, in-depth. <laughs> An in-depth assessment of... Greyhound Racing yeah. by Beefy and
3: Roll. Yeah, basically a chat to some promo chicks. They were definitely from the area. Yes.
2: Yeah. Trap three, man. Oh, no. <laughs> the, uh, what she said I was. The dog, the third dog. The third dog. <laughs> Don't which, want... which race? <laughs> <It> does, <laughs> this doesn't matter. Just take the third dog. Uh yeah. For, for that person texting in, it's the Melbourne Cup of Graham Racing. It's at Sandown Park on Friday night. Uh, free to get in, but uh, it, it is a good night. Like I said, the night we went, Kiss and Robbie Williams yeah. were there. If I can rough, I can ruffle up someone trashy
3: enough as myself to go along, I think I might actually go along. Oh, you yeah. might
2: catch up with uh, Jess and Jem or whatever. Yeah, you called. never know. They're in their They're black in uh, lycra. Black lycra. Yeah. Talking about positives.
3: Yeah. Dream, greatest sporting event as it returns so greatest well what we've got here actually is what's going to become a newish segment oh another one well it's gonna this is sort of when I get round to recording this thing okay it'll be called spectator blowouts
2: oh okay. and
3: it's gonna be about when a drunken sports spectator yeah does something ridiculously bad?
2: Well, we talked about and, this last week at the golf. The yeah. drunken naked breakdancer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it it's I like a, this in, in the news. So, I, hey, this is a first, people, because that mm. means Rob's actually researching stuff.
3: Wow, well, I just did a bit of a sit on the couch just having to think about things. Yeah, I've already written this thing in my head. I just haven't recorded it. That's all right. It's, you know, actually, you know, I've got a, I've got a guitar part, all that stuff. Of
2: course, yeah. Um, in fact, somebody said to me the other day, a couple of weeks ago. That the best part of the show is the stings. Really, they don't like that's anything not, else. That's, just that's, the stings. That's not very good. I know. Yeah, I think. I don't that, know whether I mean, was, I'll, I'll
3: take it. Oh, you, you will. I got nothing to do with it. <laughs> um, now I cast my mind back to uh, oh, it's a rugby rugby theme show, oh, rugby yeah. union. I was flabbergasted. Really? A Game all the All Blacks versus South Africa. Yep. And a big, fat, mad, drunk South African man in a Springbok jersey. I know where you're coming from. Runs on the field. And tackles the referee. Yeah. And it ends up the players see it happen and they get all in there. And uh, anyway, we've got some audio here. And the shock of the South African commentators, I think, is illustrated quite clearly.
0: Whoa, what is that? That is
2: atrocious. Atrocious. Well, a spectator on the field. And this is really, really poor stuff, this. He's attacked Dave McHugh. That is pathetic.
1: Definitely Pathetic.
2: You know, this is just where security at a stadium is so important. And this will upset the rhythm of his own team that he's supporting as well, potentially.
1: Well, he needs more than a bloody nose.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it shouldn't be possible for people to come onto the field of play. Dave McHugh yeah. down at the moment and uh, obviously a little bit ruffled.
1: Look, there's a scrum I'm I'm a That is perfecting. Perfect. No to and you lift your legs. OK, one, two, three. Oh, there's the perfect uh, shot of it. Richie McCaw just trying to stop that. At, uh, but uh, down went, and AJ Fenter up there quickly as well. But it was so pathetic, he couldn't even get the tackle right. This is an absolute low light, and uh, really, I think for
0: our country, this is not a good sign at all. So, yeah, as you
3: said there, the, it came on, and the, so he went for the referee immediately. Yeah. Richie McCaw came. He's a big, fat boy. He's a yeah. he boy. Richie McCall got in and, was, and sort of started driving him away. And I think that's actually when the referee got injured because there was a sort of collapse and he got his shoulder caught underneath. And he dislocated it, his, it his shoulder. He dislocated his shoulder. And I,
2: I'm pretty sure that he never refereed again after that. Really? I think so. I'll have to look that up, but I might. Yeah, They're traumatized by the. Yeah, event. I think he was. I think he. he That's never terrible. really recovered. Yeah, never knew that. Yeah, because well, then the the Sapphires, they saw what was going on and they dealt to this guy. Oh yeah, 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 broke his nose. Well, he was called Bocker, wasn't he? The guy. Right. I, I don't
3: I think to look up what's become yeah, of him.
2: Probably he's in the same jail as um, Blade Runner. It's definitely a spectator blowout.
3: Definitely is uh, the commentators. I love that African accent. <laughs> yeah.
2: This is atrocious.
3: <laughs> this
0: should not be allowed in the field.